Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Check with Tech, your guide to all things tech. I'm your host, Yassine Azzam, and let's get started, shall we? So Amazon just added a new refresh of its Fire HD 8 tablet, uh, which, if you don't know, is basically a cheap uh, budget tablet if you don't use uh, extreme performance and you just want a good tablet at a really good price. And then Amazon just uh, added some new specs and in my opinion that's better. So now what's new about it? Well the old processor on the tablet uh, used to be only at 1.3 gigahertz which is a quad core chip and it's now a 2 gigahertz processor and Amazon says that it's 30% faster I don't have it on my hands yet, uh, but I think I do believe them. I mean, yeah, that does make sense. And then um, you have a, a bigger RAM. Uh, since uh, the 2018 model, you used to have 1.5 gigs of RAM, and I have two. I mean, not as big of a jump as uh, as I expected, but it's still good, I guess. Unfortunately, it's still the same uh, display, the same 8-inch uh, display, and um, uh, Amazon said that the battery life is estimated at around 12 hours, and charging. Uh, I mean, it's still the same 5-watt charger, but this time, it's on a USB-C cable, so now you get uh, faster charging speeds, but it's not as fast as a flagship tablet and phones and that's it so where does it start as I said uh, the Fire HD 8 used to start at $79.99 and the new model costs $89.99 so you get USB-C you get uh, a better processor you get bigger RAM and of course you get bigger storage I forgot to mention that uh, instead of 16 all the way to 32 gigs of storage you now get 32 gigs until 64 gigabytes of storage with up to one terabyte of expandable storage uh, via micro SD card slot and all of that is just like 10 bucks more expensive that's definitely a much better deal than the last model so the plus what's so plus about it I mean why why would you even make uh, a better model of a tablet when it's already good at its price well look it starts at $110 and for that you get um, bigger RAM 3 gigs which is competent enough for my use uh, it has key wireless charging which is new for the Fire HD 8 uh, series and you have a faster 9 watts charger in the box and you do get 6 months of Kindle Unlimited for free so with all of that for $20 that's still a good bang for your buck and now there is an extra uh, version of this tablet the kids edition because of course it starts at around uh, $140 and it has the exact same specs as the regular uh, HD8 but with the the kid proof case you can pre-order all of those models today on Amazon 
and they are expected to ship on June 3rd. Okay, so let's say you're doing something really important on your phone and you uh, value uh, privacy more than anything else on your phone camera, batteries, whatever, it doesn't compare to your security and then uh, for some reason your phone is it's dead, it doesn't work anymore so you want a replacement where do you go from there? well Samsung just announced uh, the new Galaxy A Quantum uh, phone what that is, it's basically a phone just really focused on security. Yeah, so is it good? Well, let's find out. Well, uh, it has a 6.7 inch FHD plus screen with a hole punch cutout. What else do you expect from that in 2020? Uh, you have uh, a 4500 mAh battery, which is great. You have 8 gigs of RAM, 128 gigs of storage. Uh, you have four cameras on the back, a 64 megapixel camera, a 12 megapixel ultra-wide camera, a 5 megapixel macro mode camera, and a 5 megapixel depth sensor. And on the front, you have a 32 megapixel selfie camera. And to top all of that off, you do get uh, Samsung's uh, Exynos 985G uh, processor. But all of that doesn't compare to uh, the true focus of this phone, security. So what does it have to combat against any viruses, scams, hackers, anything? Well, it does have, get this, a quantum random number generation chipset. Yeah, that's a mouthful, but if you know what it means, then that's a good thing for security. Basically what it does that it helps smartphones generate um, uh, any random number with no pattern and it's completely 100% unpredictable and it for some reason has an, a, CM, a CMOS uh, image sensor that detects photons uh, with this and the, non, uh, the random number generator it basically adds a, a bigger uh, and better security layer for any authentication on any application I believe on this device but if you really like this phone and you want to get it and you don't live in South Korea too bad because it's only available in South Korea uh, pre-orders start for, uh, from uh, May 15 until May 21 and it's uh, expected to start uh, on uh, on retail on May 22nd it will start at uh, around uh, six, uh, 650,000 won, which is around $530. And now to the highlight of this episode, the newly refreshed Dell XPS 15 and the finally resurgent uh, XPS 17. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Dell has finally revived the XPS 17 since uh, I think it was like 2010, or at least it was a decade ago. Uh, that uh, this laptop was last uh, refreshed. Now the highlight of this uh, of the of these new uh, laptops is of course the display, but I'll keep that at the end because I want to create a sense of suspense. So now let's go to everything else. 
So both of these laptops actually have almost identical specs. They both have the same processor variations going from a 10th gen Core i5-10300H all the way up to a Core i9-10885H. Uh, and in between, you have an i7-10750H and an i7-10875H. You go from 8 to 64 gigs of RAM, which is a lot. Uh, you go from 256 all the way to 2 terabytes of solid state storage. You have Wi-Fi 6, which is good. Both laptops offer uh, uh, the Intel UHD graphics or... Uh, an NVIDIA GeForce uh, GTX uh, 1650 Ti but if you go for the 17 inch model you do have an option to go all the way up to an NVIDIA GeForce RTX 2060 the XPS 15 has two Thunderbolt 3 ports an SD card reader and a headphone jack the XPS 17 has four Thunderbolt 3 ports uh, with the same SD card reader and the same headphone jack now we get to the most beautiful part of this laptop, other than the design, of course, the display. Now, both laptops have what Dell calls an Infinity Edge display, which has the smallest bezels I have ever seen in a laptop, ever. Uh, it has a 92.9% screen-to-body ratio, but from the pictures, it sounds like 98%. And that's because when you actually lift up the screen, the bezels on the bottom aren't really visible. So there's barely any, uh, any space between uh, uh, the bottom end of this display and the keyboard. And what's more surprising is that they actually managed to fit in an HD uh, webcam uh, on the extremely thin bezels without even adding a notch. So props to Dell, that is impressive. On both laptops, uh, you can get the display in either Full HD or 4K and the display has a 16 by 10 aspect ratio, not 16.9. So that also helps with uh, the bezels on top and uh, on the bottom. And yeah, props to Dell that is extremely beautiful to look at. I cannot and put my eyes anywhere else than on the pictures that I'm seeing on the laptop right here. So if you want a beautiful display, a good variety of ports, that is if you don't use USB-A, great performance if you go all the way out, and of course the carbon fiber uh, on the space between uh, the keyboard and uh, the trackpad, if you do want that, then I highly recommend these two laptops, whichever model you choose. And the prices, pretty steep. The XPS 15 uh, is available now, and it will start at 12.99. And the XPS 17 uh, will be launched sometime in this summer, and will start at $1,500. A lot, but that's still good. Honestly, this has to be one of the best-looking laptops of this year, of any year, to be honest. So Huawei has found a loophole for the US ban, especially on Google services. So apparently, if you release the exact same phone with really minor differences, you can still incorporate Google services into it. 
and that's exactly what Huawei did with the Huawei P30 Pro new edition, Pro of the world new. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, basically the US government banned Huawei from using uh, any of Google software uh, except Android onto their devices, phones, tablets, etc. Uh, so apparently this uh, idea could work. I mean, uh, it has to be legal. Uh, but yeah, that's a good thing for any one of you who wants uh, a slightly small refresh of the YUP30 Pro. So, so here we are. It has the exact same specs, the same 6.47 inch OLED display, the same current 980, uh, 980 chipset, the same 4200 mAh battery, the same 40 watt charging brick, the same 4 rear cameras, uh, which are done by Leica, I believe. So what's different? Well, memory and storage. And colors. Uh, so for the memory, you do get 8 gigs of RAM, and 256 gigs of storage there are no other variants for the memory by the way now for the colors um, which are interesting uh, you do get three colors aurora black and the silver frost color which is found on the yup 40. this thing is absolutely beautiful i will take it any day on any smartphone uh, so yeah if you do like the yup 40 uh, and the silver frost color you can get it on the new Huawei P30 Pro new edition if you get the old edition yeah you cannot get that color sorry you can pre-order it uh, in Germany starting today for 750 euros and uh, deliveries begin on June 1st in the UK uh, you can uh, get it on June 3rd uh, and it'll start at uh, 700 pounds and in the UK, if you get uh, this new phone before June 30th, uh, you can get a Huawei Watch GT2e for free with a voucher. And now it's that time of the week again, the tiny topics. Apparently, on the OnePlus 8 Pro, if you use the color filter camera, it can work as an x-ray and can see through uh, certain plastics and clothes. Sony is now developing an AI image sensor for its cameras. PlayStation will launch PlayStation Studios with uh, the same launch day as the PS5, which is still undefined yet. Motorola promises that the Edge Plus uh, will get updates uh, until Android 12. And it's been a long time, but Google Lens can finally copy and paste handwritten notes in photos and get this, you can copy and paste it through devices. So if you took a picture on your phone, you can copy the text on your laptop or your iPad. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we bring this week's summary of everything that happened to a close. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to, uh, to listen to the other episodes in this podcast. And don't be afraid to leave a review on our podcasts. As always, this is Yassine Azam signing out. See you next weekend.